Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Good morning, everybody. I'm Steve, and I'd like to welcome you all to today's Coach House Beacon. Now, one of the most discussed topics over the last year has been the wearing of face masks. In almost every country in the world, there have been protests when local governments have made the wearing of face masks mandatory. At the beginning of the pandemic, there was considerable debate here as to whether we should be made to wear masks, with many people citing their right to choice as a reason for ignoring the rules. As Christians, we know that the Apostle Paul exhorted us to obey the rules that our leaders impose. There were many people who sought to challenge the scientific evidence, stating that wearing a face mask would not prevent people from catching the disease. Well, this statement is kind of true, but those who seek to advance this argument do so on the basis of their own needs and not the needs of others. The face mask is not there to protect the wearer, but is there to seek to minimise the risk to others that we might have come into contact with. Now, I should point out that we need to recognise that there are a number of people who, for medical reasons, cannot wear a normal face mask. But for everyone else, we should all follow the rules set by our government. Now, in the Bible, there is a story about someone who had to wear a face mask. He did this to protect the people he came into contact with. In the story, the face mask is referred to as a veil, and we will see that the reason for this was very similar to the situation we face today. This story involves Moses, and it happened during the time that the Israelites were wandering around the desert. After Moses had received the Ten Commandments on the tablets of stone, he had returned to the Israelite camp only to find the people worshipping a golden calf. In his anger, Moses broke the tablets. And this meant that a bit later on, he had to go back into God's presence for a second time to get a replacement set of tablets. Exodus chapter 4 tells it like this. Then the Lord said to Moses, Write down all these instructions, for they represent the terms of the covenant I am making with you and with Israel. Moses remained there on the mountain with the Lord for forty days and forty nights. In that time he ate no bread and drank no water. And the Lord wrote the terms of the covenant, the Ten Commandments, on the stone tablets. When Moses came down Mount Sinai, carrying the two stone tablets inscribed with the terms of the covenant, he wasn't aware that his face had become radiant because he had been speaking with the Lord. So, when Aaron and the people of Israel saw the radiance of Moses' face, they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called out to them and asked Aaron and all the leaders of the community to come over, and he talked with them. Then, all the people of Israel approached him, and Moses gave them all the instructions that the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking with them, 
he covered his face with a veil. But whenever he went into the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he would remove the veil until he came out again. Then he would give the people whatever instructions the Lord had given him, and the people of Israel would see the radiant glow of his face. So he would put the veil over his face until he returned to speak with the Lord. In this passage we read that the people were afraid of Moses. Although Moses' appearance may have been the cause of some concern to them, we might perhaps think that maybe they were overacting a little bit. So why were they so afraid? Well, the people knew that if they saw the face of God, then they would surely die. Moses' face was clearly reflecting the glory of God, and to the people it seemed reasonable enough to assume that if they saw this for too long, it would be just like seeing the face of God, which would then result in their death. So for this reason, Moses wore a veil. And just like today, this mask was not to protect himself, but there to protect others. Today, we don't wear a face mask because we shine with the glory of God, but we do wear a face mask to protect others from the potential that we could cause them harm. Now, this event happened because God was making a covenant with Israel. In this agreement, God set out his terms for accepting the people, firstly into the promised land, but ultimately into eternity. We read in Exodus that of all the Israelites who set off on the journey through the desert, that's around a million people, that only two of them, Joshua and Caleb, actually entered the promised land. It turned out then that this covenant mostly led to death. The veil that Moses wore was symbolic of the veil that was drawn across people's hearts. The people didn't want to see God, much as most people today don't want to see God. And the veil represented that barrier. Furthermore, when the temple was built, there was a massive curtain that acted as a barrier between the people and the presence of God. Now there's some good news. That is, this barrier between man and God would not be forever, because we know that God made a better covenant a new covenant, by sending Jesus, his only son, to die on a cross. The Apostle Paul brings all these points together in his second letter to the Corinthians. This is what he wrote. The old way, with laws etched in stone, led to death. Though it began with such glory that the people of Israel could not bear to look upon the face of Moses for his face shone with the glory of God, even though the brightness was already beginning to fade away. Shouldn't we accept, expect for greater glory under the new way, now that the Holy Spirit is giving life? If the old way, which brought condemnation, was glorious, how much more glorious is the new way, which makes us right with God? Since this new way gives us such confidence, we can be very bold. We are not like Moses who put a veil over his face so that the people of Israel would not see his glory, even though it was destined to fade away. 
but the people's minds were hardened, and to this day, whenever the Old Covenant is being read, the same veil covers their minds so they cannot understand the truth. And this veil can be removed only by believing in Christ. Whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. For the Lord is the Spirit, and wherever the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So all of us who have had that veil removed can see and reflect the glory of the Lord. And the Lord makes us more and more like himself as we are changed into his glorious image. The current problem with coronavirus has left us tied down, restricted and fearful of the outcome. The hope of the nation is in a vaccine to free us from the need for the veil. The law had tied the Israelites down and indeed all other people. What was needed was a way to remove this veil. Despite the veil being in place, the Israelites did actually know that there would eventually be someone who would come to save them. Paul tells us that this person is Jesus. On the day that Jesus died on the cross, in fact, at the exact time of his death, that thick, heavy curtain in the temple was torn in two. Torn from top to bottom, not by man, but by God, who was showing us that our relationship with him was to be a personal one, with the law no longer being written on tablets of stone, but written on our hearts. The truth is, it isn't the face masks, or even coronavirus that needs to be removed. It's the veil over our hearts that is the most pressing need. Only by trusting in Jesus can we have that veil removed? Please remember to wear your face covering when you ought to. And in doing so, use it as an opportunity to thank God that he has removed the veil that really matters. Coach House Beacons The Coach House Church Daily Devotional To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.